We were just chatting with Jamie Thornback. He is the lawyer representing the survivors of the 2022 Winters Hotel fire in that class action lawsuit. Well, joining us now to talk more about this is Janice Abbott, the CEO of the Atira Women's Resource Society. Janice, thank you so much for joining us and talking more about this today. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you. Uh, there are a lot of, of background points in this lawsuit and a lot of allegations about where Atira didn't have fire safety systems in this hotel, ignored uh, some very big shortcomings when it comes to keeping residents safe. I'm curious what your response to that is. So, um with apologies, this is not what I was um, told this interview would be about. And we actually haven't received a copy of the lawsuit. So I haven't seen it. Um, and I'm un- unable to comment on without having reviewed it. Oh, okay. No, uh, absolutely. Were you aware, though, that this lawsuit was being filed? Uh, not until I read it in the paper last night. All right. But you haven't actually seen a copy yet? No, we haven't. We haven't been served with anything. Okay. Um, Are you able to talk even about uh, what has happened to those that were displaced because of this fire and if they've been able to find other housing? Uh, Yeah, I can say that um, in the, uh, within about three weeks of the the fire, we had opened Tawau at 303 Columbia Street, uh, which is a 72 unit SRO. And right now there are, um, I believe, about 55 winter's tenants, former winter's tenants living at Tawau. Um, other tenants have gone to um, seniors' housing. So we had a, a, a number of uh, tenants who were seniors who went into um, affordable seniors' housing in other parts of Vancouver. Um, and some tenants are living in other SROs. And have there been changes made to SROs as far as safety and making sure that, that they are safer? Uh, <laughs> that's a Big question. Um, we continue to have uh, fires in our SROs, um, not just at Tira's SROs, but in SROs across the downtown east side. Um, I think I read at one point that the uh, Vancouver Fire and Rescue Services said they were responding to one fire in the downtown east side every day. Um, so, uh, and this, this seems to me to be um, more fires than we were experiencing, say, two or three years ago or five years ago. Uh, we did see a reduction in the number of fires in our all-gender buildings last year, so by, I think, about uh, 37%, um, but it increased uh, by almost the same amount in our women-only buildings. Uh, we don't know what that means yet, that they're only, only numbers or data at this time. So, um, you know, we, we actually responded to three fires this past weekend, um, so, so fires continue to happen, um, and uh, and they're a problem that we're going to have to all uh, come to grips with because they don't seem to be slowing down. We talked to the the fire chief on this show last week, and she she mentioned those numbers as well, saying that there have been more than two hundred fires uh, in SROs in this past year. I know she mentioned electronic uh, charging in some cases, certainly not all of the fires, but charging electronic devices. Uh, are there, and and she also mentioned that there there have been many many times when these types of buildings have been inspected and they've failed inspection, but there hasn't been a follow up, but there hasn't been uh, that work done to bring things up to code. Uh, Is that something that needs to be addressed? Well, there are a number of issues in the SRO. So the short answer is yes. Um, And there are a number of issues in the SROs that um, get in the way of um, 
get in the way of sort of state of the art fire uh, life and safety systems. The, the buildings are old. Um, we're, we're dealing with uh, in some of the SROs that um, were renovated in 2013-2014, we're dealing with a third-party contractor that's responsible for the fire suppression systems. Um, so we're not able to deal with them ourselves. This applies to some of the Tiras buildings as well as some other um, nonprofits who have um, those uh, renovated SROs. Um, we also have... Um, uh, people who have experienced profound trauma, who are living in poverty, who are watching their friends die and have been watching their friends die, friends and family die since 2016 um, during the opioid, or so, so when the opioid crisis started, or the opi- opioid poisoning crisis, and so all of that trauma um, in old buildings, uh, so there, there are constant um, uh, damage to fire doors and automatic door closers and smoke alarms that are dismantled um, and, and not enough resources to address them um, in, a, in a significant way. And with what's happening right now as well, and I know the the mayor was speaking this morning on Mornings with Simi and said that that is going to continue and talking about the clearing of tents as they come back to part of East Hastings in that neighborhood. Uh, Have you noticed an increase in, and I know there are a lot of people that were living there saying that part of the reason they were living on the street was because of the conditions in SROs, Uh, but have you noticed an increase or what what kind of of push has that put on the resources of your, your organization? Well, I think one of the, I, I, I don't think we'll really start to see the impact of the clearing of tents um, for, you know, a couple of days, a couple of weeks even. Um, I think one of the things that happens is often um, people who, who have the least, so people living in SROs, um, the burden is on them to look after people who have been living on the streets. So we'll see um, more of our tenants with um, guests, overnight guests, which also adds strain and stress to old buildings, obviously. Um, we've also seen an increase in the number of women uh, seeking support at uh, at Betty's Boutique and at our uh, 101 uh, support office. I'm, I'm sure that the Downtown Eastside Women's Centre wish uh, um, organizations like um, those have also experienced an increase in requests for support. Um, and we, you know, we didn't, we got about an hour's notice of the um, clearing of Hastings Street last week, so we're all still trying to grapple with what this means um, means for the people, uh, for our tenants and for the people who were cleared, and also for organizations. All right. Well, Janice, thank you so much. Uh, I do appreciate you coming on and talking more about this. Uh, we'll continue uh, to follow along with what is happening, but I do appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thanks, Jill.